What's going on, everybody? It is Wednesday, January 26th of 2022, and you're listening to the Give Me the Points podcast. I am your host, Soup, and uh, we did not have a legend pass this week, Bob, but two years ago today, we had the legend of all legends pass. Yeah. Kobe, two years ago today, not only Kobe, um, nine people died in that helicopter crash. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing that, you know, of course, we're a sports podcast. um, So we talk about Kobe Bryant, but the, you know, not only his daughter, but the other seven people who died in that plane crash or helicopter crash should be remembered just as much as him. Mm -hmm. Um, It was very unfortunate accident. I remember exactly where I was, where I was sitting on my couch in the exact moment that I heard the news. Um, I cried, man. I did. I cried because especially when I found out that Gianna died alongside him mm-hmm. because I'm sitting there and my two-year-old daughter is sitting on the couch with me. And all I could think of is like, what do you say to your kid? Mm-hmm. You know, what do you say to her when you realize like this, this is it? Mm-hmm. So super sad day um day i'll never forget january 26th yeah it's uh like like you said it's a lot of these celebrities have died recently they've all been either you know health reasons or natural causes or whatever but this is not just one person losing life not one celebrity one athlete this is nine people you know this is affecting so many more families than it even would have if it was just kobe um yeah it's just a shame because there's the the young girls were on there that I, oh my God. they were so young there's their whole lives in front of them and like you said I mean as soon as you as soon as you hear that news you think of you know you think of your kids I think of your kids you know my sister's kids you know you know kids at all like that that haven't I mean we're still technically young granted feels like we're old but we're technically young. I mean, so and though and they're like half our age, even younger. They still had so much life left, and it's just a terrible thing and just just a terrible accident. I, Kobe was still young, man. Like, yeah, his and this is he said it like his life had just started. Like his life after basketball, what he planned to do and what he was going to give back to the world. Mm -hmm. Um, and I don't doubt any of it because he did when he, when he said he was going to do something, he did it. I mean, he, when, when it came out of his mouth, it got done. Man, Um, he's a man of his word. That's for sure. Just absolutely crazy. I mean, I've said it once and I'll say it again. He is the reason I love sports the way I love sports. Mm -hmm. Um, Growing up watching Kobe and his determination and his work ethic is, that that's another reason that I such a big Tom Brady fan. Um, mm-hmm. Same thing, dude. Like just the, not the great, don't get me wrong. Kobe Bryant played in the NBA for quite some time and he was a great athlete, but compared to other guys in the NBA, I, I, I say this and I, I, I mean it a hundred percent. Kobe Bryant and the, the Kobe LeBron argument, right? Kobe Bryant was a more talented basketball player. LeBron James is a more physically gifted basketball player, which matters at hundred percent matters in any Michael, era as well. Michael Jordan, a mesh of the two mm-hmm. unbelievable talent along with just ridiculous athleticism, mm-hmm. but LeBron's size, you know, if you want to make the argument of LeBron, sure. I'm not going to, I'm not going to sit yeah. here and argue Kobe LeBron with you, but the people who argue LeBron is better than Kobe, that's great. But I, I look at it as a talent aspect, and Kobe Bryant is one of the most, if not <clears throat> if not the most talented basketball player I've ever seen. Um, and it's just like the hard work and the dedication that he put in to basketball. I couldn't imagine what he was going to do outside of basketball. 
Yeah, I mean, he, you know, he was always he was single handedly changing women's basketball by himself. Yeah, exactly. He, he was, was making the WNBA relevant. Yeah, and he he's a star player, and you know, people just you know, he was gonna make a huge, huge difference in a lot of people's lives, especially women's basketball. Because absolutely, it, I mean, let's be real, the WNBA. I mean, there's not there's not fandom. There's there's just not a fan base for it. I mean, there there's really not. isn't. It's a shame because you know I love basketball and and there's there's some super good women that play. In, oh, I mean, there's some incredibly good. Yeah, like the WNBA is where it has so much. It's just like the NBA right now. It's more talent than ever, but no one pays attention to it because you know it's a WNBA. But Kobe was helping that. I mean, he had two daughters. He was right. doing his AAU stuff. He was working with um, I can't even think of what's her name from from Oregon. Oregon. Yeah, yeah. Well, I can't even think of her name, but freak out. And, you know, she and she's loving. She talked about him all the time, like he was basically her her mentor. Which, you know, Kobe's just a great dude, man. Absolutely, I'm looking. I'm looking her name up right now because she's got a super goofy last name, and I don't want to mispronounce yeah. it. Yeah, and I don't want to mess it up. Yeah. So. I, I don't even know how to say the last. her name. First name Sabrina. I think it's Ionescu. Mm-hmm. Um, but so speaking of women's basketball, this is always one of my favorite things because you always have the macho guys, right? And we've played with a few of them and I've heard one say to me that, you know, that he could beat Maya Moore one-on-one. Maya Moore could spot you 99 to a game (laughs) to 100. Okay. That's a little absurd. Bro. No, not you. Uh, you, the person that you, you were talking the about, aver- the average, the average person. Here's oh, the average person isn't. They're getting okay. two dribbles off. The average getting y- two dribbles. The average YMCA league basketball player. They're getting two, maybe three dribbles off before she pickpockets them. Maya Moore just, gives you ninety nine points. Maya Moore not even just, not even make it to take, not even make it take it. Yeah, and she beats you to a hundred. Maya Moore. No, it can still be make it take it because well, I guess it would. She don't need make it, it take ma- it. She'll, She'll really shut you down ninety nine times. Yeah, I just My people Lord. that they, it, and it's it's funny how they go after like the one arguably one of the best yeah. at WNBA yeah. players of all time. Like, oh yeah, I could take her. Go after somebody that played at like a D three school, dude. Like, get off Maya Moore. She will kill you. Sue she Bird would. would Sue Bird would cook. Sue Bird, De- oh, De- Atlanta Della Dawn. Yeah, but that's size. That size, is dude. Different. She is an animal. I know, she's but she's like just she's six, so big. Six, seven. It's, it's so like the whole, it's it's the whole LeBron right. Kobe Liz, Liz Cambridge. Liz Cam. She is what she looks <laughs> eight or six nine. She's a and she's and she, thick and she's that's thick a, and she is, lady. She's an incredible defender. Yeah, in the paint, you don't good. you don't do anything on her. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that, uh, listen, I, I'm not going to say that I sit down and watch WNBA games, but mm-hmm. I will give credit where credit's due, and there are some fantastic basketball players in the WNBA, absolutely. 100%. Um, so I want to ask you, um, because you know, in the last two years, a lot of these stories have come out where former players and coaches and stuff like that have come out and given their stories about their encounters with Kobe Bryant. Um, there's three that pop into my head instantly. I, I had um, three as well. <laughs> okay. All right. So give me, give me one. Go ahead. Give me, give all right. Me I'll give you my, I'll give you one. Uh, so it's, it's Kobe talking about Shaq and I believe it was at his, not the funeral, but it was after he passed. Yeah. And, you know, teammates are coming up to Shaq. They're like, yo, Shaq, Kobe's not passing the ball. Like, what do we do? He's like, all right, no worries. I'll talk to him. He goes up, Kobe. He goes, yo, Kobe. <laughs> Kobe, there's no I in team. He no, goes, there's an ME in that motherfucker. <laughs> there's an ME in that motherfucker. And Jack goes back to uh, Robert Ory and uh, Rick Fox, and he goes, go get the rebound. You only touching the ball. <laughs> and oh, when God. he's saying it, because, like, I-, I watched a video a few times throughout the day today. And you could see the camera go to like Steph Curry and all the players today just dying, just yeah. dying. And check, yeah. you know, checks hilarious. So him saying it was just, and that's just, that's just one of my favorite things. But it, it, that goes with another quote that he has said before was that he sees guys go into the gym ten minutes before practice and they mm-hmm. leave right after. 
why am I supposed to trust them in a game and pass them the ball? Because I know how hard I work. Are you kidding me? Yep. Kobe should have shot it 80 times a game. And yep. no one could have said a thing because, I mean, even Shaq was a dude that was leaving early, you know, getting out as soon as practice was done. But that was one of my favorite ones for sure. Okay, so not try- so one of my favorites, <laughs> not trying to draw listeners away from our podcast to another sports podcast. But if you don't listen to all the smoke with Matt Mullins <clears throat> and Steven Jackson, you're wrong. Um, in my opinion, it, I think it's the best. But I, I love NBA. I love basketball. So it's mm-hmm. the best. Well, I'll say best basketball yeah. podcast there is. Um, and they had Kobe on which made it even better. They've got the video of it and stuff. And Matt Barnes and Kobe are sitting there talking. They obviously played together. But before they played together, when Matt Barnes played for the Magic, there's a famous video out there of, you know, Kobe and Barnes were going at it throughout the entire game. And Kobe's standing there shaking it out, you know, on an inbound. And Matt Barnes fakes the ball right at his face. Make They're staring eye contact. And Kobe doesn't flinch. So later that offseason, Matt Barnes is telling this story on the podcast with Kobe sitting across from him. And he says, you know, I got I'm a free agent. I got a call from Kobe and he calls me. And the first thing he says to me is he says, hey, I want you to play for the Lakers. And he was like, what? Like, I thought we had beef. And he said, if you're crazy enough to fuck with me, you're crazy enough to play with me. Mm -hmm. And that's how he brought Matt Barnes to the Lakers. And I think, dude, it was just it's awesome. Like, unbelievable. He's good. That was one of the ones I wrote down too, because uh, that is just—I mean, that's—I mean, it's—it was like a tryout, basically. For Matt did Barnes, you like doing that? Did you ever hear the Andre Iguodala story? Mm, I don't think so. Okay, so um, it was back when Iggy was still with the Sixers, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they played earlier in the season, and Iguodala. I think held Kobe to like in the teens or something like that. Terrible shooting mm-hmm. game. Just shut that, that. That was Iggy's game. Iggy's a, was a lockdown defender mm-hmm. who had who had hops when he played with the Sixers, right? Um, and so shuts Kobe down. And then they play them later on in the year. Kobe goes into the Sixers locker room and says, "Hey, where's Dre at?" And Iguodala was apparently out on the court warming up, and they were like, "Nah, he's already out on the court warming up." And he looked at the entire locker room and he said, he said, every last one of you guys tell Dre 50 tonight. And Kobe <laughs> dropped Kobe dropped 51 on him. That's hilarious. <laughs> Man of his word. He says mm-hmm. it. You hear those stories about these guys, like Larry Bird saying that. Like yeah. you know, that's that's incredible that they say that, and then they all they back it up. Yeah. You got any more? Yeah, yeah. One it was uh so Jay Williams was on a podcast and he was this is a this is a great one. Um, so the day before a game or day of the game, he goes into the gym at like three to shoot. Get, he wanted to get a few hundred shots up. He goes in and obviously they're playing the Lakers. He Kobe's in the gym. So Jay Williams goes in, shoots his, you know, 400 gets like hour and a half worth of work down, goes, sits down. He's hanging out kind of, you know, chilling. He still hears Kobe going. And he's like, I'll wait, watch him for a little bit. Kobe finishes up like a half hour later. He's like, all right, let's go work out. All right, so he goes back, he gets changed, he gets ready, you know, do all dinner and everything, gets ready for the game. Kobe goes out and puts 40 on him. So Jay's like, I, I don't know how this guy does it. He's he's not human. I got to go ask him, like, how like how does he do it? So he goes up, he asks him, he's like, and then he's like, why were you in the gym so long when you knew you had a game tonight? Like, how, how does, like, why are you doing that? And Kobe said, he's like, I saw you walk into the gym. And I wanted to make sure you know that no matter how hard you work, I'm going to work harder. You would never outwork me. And I was like, damn, this dude's really, he really is like the first real psychopath, like just to a degree. Perfect. So I'm glad you called him a psychopath (laughs) because um, I don't know if you knew this, but Kobe Bryant used to listen to one song on repeat in his headphones before games. I can't remember what song it is, but I do oh, remember you saying I'll that. I'll play it for you here. <laughs> the Halloween. Yeah, the Mike, yep, Michael the Myers. The Halloween theme song he would listen to on repeat because he was getting that. He said he was getting ready to go out and kill people. Yeah. Um, and my last one, 
that I really enjoy. Um, I'm sure everybody's seen the video surface. Emon <coughs> Shumpert talking about playing Kobe. Oh, in yeah. And Shumpert's talking, you know, I got two steals. I got 23 points. You know, it's the end of the third quarter. I'm shutting Kobe down. Start of the fourth quarter, he walks out and he slaps me on the ass and he says, you had a good game. And Shumpert, you know, it was D'Antoni at the time was the coach of the Knicks. He said, I looked at, I look at Mike and he said, I had a, I had a good game. Like we're only 75% of the way through the game. Uh, and then he said, first play of the fourth quarter, Kobe pump fakes, throws it off the backboard to himself, <laughs> gets the put back, went out and dropped 22 on him in the fourth quarter. Uh, and it's just like, yeah, it's like, I don't know. And I don't know what I, what are, what are you supposed to do? What, and just hearing these guys tell these stories, it's like mm. amazing, man. Yeah. When those guys get in their zone, it's like, it's like honestly, like the past, what, 10 games that LeBron's had, it's his oh, best score. Fire. It's his yeah, best scoring fire, since 2010, I believe. And I'm, yeah. and I'm like, when they get in those zones, you're not stopping them. I don't care who you are. Like, that, that, this is the time where LeBron's pulling up in Steph Curry range and he's hitting these. Like, like when, when Kobe dropped, what, 50 in seven straight games? Yeah, that's just yeah. stupid type numbers. What Dame Dame had Dame had a streak like that what three years ago where he, he did. dropped he had a, forty and seven or eight games in a row. Yeah, he was obviously we've seen insane. Steph do it. Um there's just there's I mean there's cert, certain guys, there, man, that just I mean Kevin Love when he was at the Timberwolves, he was yeah. on like a what twenty and twenty pace for like a few straight games. Like yeah. He's also a lunatic. That's Kobe, uh Shaq said he used to walk in the gym and Kobe would be in the gym. With no basketball, playing like he had, like just like, <laughs> like grunting, ball. grunting, pump faking, dribbling, and shooting with no ball. Like what? That's just. <laughs> I guess he just didn't know. want to chase the ball down. He just wanted to uh, get his moves down. I guess. What's it? What's the <laughs> saying? Uh, perfect practice makes perfect. Perfect practice is perfect. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, guess. I don't know. Heard that. I, I just know the, the, the Deion Sanders quote. That's all I know. Look good, feel good, feel good, play good. Yep. That's all that really matters. That's all that matters, baby. All right. So speaking of Deion Sanders, um, and Jay Williams, career cut short. That could have been mm-hmm. Jay Williams, a special player, um, but couldn't stay off the fucking motorcycle. Yeah. All right. Championship weekend, Bob. Oh, wait, 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 wait. We got to talk about this last weekend. Oh, uh, yeah. We oh, talk about God. this first. The, the, best, the, the best, best weekend of football of all ever. time. Ever. Uh, those, those four games, all four games had a field goal kick as time expired. Yeah. Like, I just, I can't even remember on like one, one Saturday when like you had four two or top, three of them, four top 25 games or even like that, let alone <laughs> the only four games on the slate. All oh. end like that. Like you couldn't and write a better script for the NFL. The crazy thing was when we started off last week's show, I said, and you agreed with me, we could argue any team mm-hmm. to win this weekend. Like there's we can make an argument for any of the eight teams to win. Mm-hmm. And the games were gonna be super good. And it was amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, just from start to finish, obviously. Um Evan McPherson bangs, mm, bangs my the field goodness. Apparently, he told Joe Burrow uh, after he drove him downfield and gave him the shot. He told Joe Burrow, "Well, looks like we're going to the AFC Championship <laughs> as a rookie," and walks Cold. out there and flushes it. Cold blooded. Um, so we had the over in that game. That was a one and a half unit play, under hit there. But the rest of the weekend, straight cash, homie. <laughs> uh, second game. Was the what was the second 49ers Packers? Yeah, had the under in that game. You could tell, you could tell six plays in that under was cashing. Mm -hmm. They were throwing around a frozen ball all night, so many drops, just miserable. Packers couldn't get anything going. San Fran's defense does it again. Mm -hmm. I mean, they they won their special teams, won them a football game. They blocked the field goal and then returned a punt for a blocked the punt and returned the punt for a touchdown, and literally. Mm -hmm. Like we always talk offense and defense, but there's a third phase of football and it's yeah. special teams. And it it was the deciding factor in that it, game. It's funny because the NFL is kind of like trying to take special teams out of it as yeah. much as possible because they don't for kickoffs, safety. punt, safety, like everything's a penalty, you know, whatever. 
And even field goals, like teams aren't kicking field goals. They want the extra points moved back because they want more teams going for two. They're trying to take this away. And it's funny that a game ends that so many yeah. games have ended with special teams because they're trying to exit that, that part of the game out. They want basically two parts, offense, defense, and they really only want offense. But now the special teams want it. Do you remember so the show that I was busy and I let you come up with the content and the questions? Mm-hmm. You had a contender or pretender little mm-hmm. segment. The two contenders that we named that could really screw up the playoffs, the Cincinnati Bengals and the San Francisco 49ers. Mm-hmm. We said that they are two similar, well-balanced teams yep. that that are going to come in and upset somebody and really shake the playoffs up. And here they are, both in their championship games. They both I take don't, out the number one seeds. Yeah, they, they both take out the number one seed coming off the bye, which we mm-hmm. also talked about with the rust. How, yeah. how how guys are talking about, you know, this first-round bye really isn't that beneficial because it feels like we're almost rusted coming mm-hmm. in. Especially for somebody like – I, for me personally, I feel like somebody like in Green Bay, like mm-hmm. you, I, I get it. You play in Green Bay all year round, but all you still year don't get round, used to six degrees. Exactly. Feels like negative two with wind. Like you, you, and you're not going to practice that because you're not going to get people hurt, and you don't want them in that like that condition to to practice. It, but you could tell it, it it was a huge factor. Yeah, we're still warm blooded human beings. Yeah, so exactly. It still, it still matters. Yeah. Um, so we hit the under. That was a one and a half unit play. Um, 49ers won that game and then Sunday Sunday starts off with a mm-hmm. bang um Brady gets popped in the lip takes his yeah. first unsportsmanlike penalty in his career getting in you know uh Sean Hockley's face you know screaming at him 15 yard penalties bleeding mm-hmm. and then the defense comes up big it's 20 what was it 20 to 3 um mm-hmm. Rams on the one yard line right before half getting ready to score and Cam Akers fumbles. Um, Turning point of the game because then that made that game possible to come back. 27-3, not so much. So Brady does Brady, man. I I thought when they were down 14 and they had the ball, I thought there's the Rams are not going to win this game. Like it's Mm -hmm. over. Like the momentum is on Tampa's side. Tampa ends up forcing two more fumbles. It's insane. To end up tying the game. And then what a fitting ending. Stafford to Cooper Cup on back-to-back Damn. plays to get him downfield um, and then bang a field goal to win it. Rams cover the three-and-a-half. That was a two-and-a-half unit play. Yeah, that was a, I mean, just that was a huge super play. Game. We love that. We super, love that. Yeah, super that good game. Man. Great game, man. But And the Rams have been choke artists this year. They've blown a bunch mm-hmm. of big leads. So and I thought Brady was going to pull it out. Yeah, for them to get that monkey off their back kind of where they kind of you know, they blew the lead, but they still pulled it off. Mm-hmm. Maybe that gives them um, some confidence and some momentum going into the NFC championship playing against a team that's already beat them twice this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so that'll be a good game. And then <clears throat> Sunday night, just that game lived up to everything it was supposed to be. And some mm-hmm. uh, incredible. I'm it's just, there's, everybody wants to complain about the overtime rule. It, you know, Josh Allen didn't get a chance. I get that, man, but it's the rules. Mm-hmm. You know the rules going into the game. And how about this? How about with 13 seconds left and the other team having two timeouts, you don't let the fastest guy in the NFL catch a screen pass and run yeah. for 20 yards. And then how about you, you, don't like, play, you don't play the outside on Travis Kelsey when they still have a timeout? Well, here's the thing I didn't what really What are you understand. doing? Giving him the middle of the field. Well, I, don't, I didn't understand. It was almost like they were in – their defensive backs and linebackers are in a prevent, but they, they were, were in prevent for the first play. But the second play, it was so. What are you doing? And, but they still had four guys rushing. I don't mm-hmm. understand. I would have backed off. I would have put two extra linebackers or, or safeties or something, and have them so they can't do anything. And plus, it'll waste more time. Mahomes doesn't have as many plays. Look, he's going to waste more time. Double I, I cover. Kelsey, hey, you take Kelsey and Tyreek Hill. Hill. Take them out. Make. Pringle or make Hardman, make somebody yes. do something. Make yes. make McKinnon, you know, make or Edwards Lair, make one of them make a play. Don't let those two if Mahomes runs it, then hopefully yeah. it ends then up like Dak. Yeah. You hope it ends up like <laughs> Dak. But it's just just what a game, man. Just what yeah. a game. 
so um there's like an enhanced audio clip of the final play and travis kelsey was in the huddle and told patrick mahomes hey if they come out in this defense they're taking away the sideline and he was supposed to run like a post route to the sideline mm -hmm. instead you can hear like they enhance the audio Patrick Mahomes is under center, and he says, do it, Kels, do it, do it, do it. <laughs> Travis Kelsey fakes to the outside, hits the seam in the middle of the field, and it's wide open. Mm -hmm. He gains like an additional 10 yards, gets him into field goal range. They call the timeout. Bucker comes out, and a guy who missed a field goal, an extra point, and has missed multiple big kicks in the last mm -hmm. two years, comes out, cold-blooded, flushes it, and then cheats Another in the toss. And yeah. when the Chiefs won the toss, you knew it was a wrap. You mm. knew it was over. You knew the. I honestly thought whoever got the ball won the game. You, yeah, for you, sure. You you always think that in an overtime in the NFL, but a lot of times you're like, oh, they could at least stop him for a field goal. You know, it'll be they'll get the ball back. They'll get a shot. In this game, I think everyone and their mom knew that there was no yeah. chance. Whatever offense got the ball, they were not getting stopped. There was no. And chance. we were talk. We were talking during the game. And how did I tell you that game was going to end once a week? Oh, the Chiefs got the ball. Travis Kelsey touchdown in it freaking 100%. happens. So fitting. Um, so we had two and a half units on the Chiefs money line, hit that, and then we also had a live play at halftime on Kels, anytime touchdown score at plus 225, and mm -hmm. hit that in the overtime. So thank you, Bills, for playing dumbass defense. We mm -hmm. appreciate you. Yeah. Um, or, um, just incredible. Bankroll helps. Second best NFL game. I, in the moment, I said it was the best NFL game I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. um, but that was probably some recency bias in the way the game ended. Second best, in my opinion, personally, best NFL game I've ever watched. It's a toss-up. I'll go. I'm, I'm. I can't say them both. I'll say Patriots, Seahawks, Super Bowl, um, mm -hmm. Steelers, Cardinals, Super Bowls up there. What? Okay. I, I have a top five. Oh, okay. I have nope. a top five of all football. I don't have not just – so I have college football okay. in there too. I'll give, I'll, I'll give you my five. I'm gonna, okay, give me five. No, you go. Go ahead. Go. go. Give all me right. five. Go ahead. You I'll go. give you my – I'll just give you my two college football on first. Okay. Obviously, it's more recent because, you know, I had to be watching. Because we had to watch it. Yes, You're exactly. You're going to take probably both in here. A hundred percent. I'm taking the two of the best college football games ever. Yes. Uh, Alabama against Auburn. Ooh, I don't have the I don't have the Iron Bowl in it. Iron Bowl, come oh. on, man! The winner, here, the okay, winner goes so to the SEC championship. The ending was amazing. Yes, uh, and that okay, and that makes right. the whole game worth it. It okay, makes. Right. How often do you see that? And to end the game yeah. okay. against right. Bama, I'm taking it. So obviously, we know Bama kicks the, you know, what is a 57, I think, yard field goal. Obviously, it goes short, and Chris Davis returns it for 100 yards for. Auburn to win. Incredible game. Yes. And then the best football game of all time. 06 Rose Bowl. 06 Rose Bowl with 100%. It's Vince not, I don't think it's really even close. Yeah. Vince Young, Matt Liner, Reggie Bush. <laughs> yep. No questions asked. Best football yep. game I've ever watched in my entire life. Yes. Okay. No, I got my Vince three. Vince Young ran for ran for 200 yards and passed for 260. Yep. He and, ran well, yeah, yeah, for, he 200 ran for 200 freaking yards. And it was like, it was the same thing that you would watch when you watch Vic run. It's like somebody tackle him, but you couldn't. No one, no one has the skills and the speed set to do it. It mm -hmm. was, uh, it was uh, what a game to watch. All right, I'm going to give you my college ones real quick. Yep. So you went with the Iron Bowl with Bama and Auburn, mm -hmm. and then we agree on the 06 Rose Bowl as number yeah. one without question. Mm -hmm. um, two other college football games that were amazing: the 2007 Fiesta Bowl. Oklahoma versus Boise State. Oh, they they just they're they're honorable mention. Mm. Amazing, Adrian yeah. Peterson. Oh. Um, the dude from Boise scoring the 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 game winning Statue of Liberty for a two point conversion, mm. in overtime proposes to his girlfriend. That guy's a State Farm agent in Boise now. Is he? Way. That's yeah. incredible. I mean, he probably gets ridiculous business. I mean, he doesn't oh, pay for beer, so he doesn't pay for anything. Good for him. And then. The 2017 Rose Bowl, USC, Penn State, Penn State, obviously, Trace McSorley, Saquon Barkley, mm. Chris Godwin, USC, Sam Darnold, um, Juju, just absolute shootout, over a thousand yards, 
101 points scored. Uh, USC was down 14 in the fourth quarter. Sam Darnold let them back, and they kicked the game-winning field goal as time expired to win the mm. game. Just was it 50, 52-49 was Man. the final. It just super good. Super good. All right, NFL, let's hear it. NFL, okay. I'm going to give you – so my top three. Mm-hmm. The Number three is a tie between both New England Super Bowls. The Giants. The Giants with the, the first David one with Tyree David Tyree catch. Yeah, okay. All right. That one and the one with the Seahawks with okay. them not running the ball like a normal team and uh, throwing it and picking it off. That's right. Good for – and I hate it when people bring that up against Brady. Yes. Did, did, Brady, did Brady call that play? No, I don't think so. No. How about Belichick? Side note. No. Malcolm Butler got paid based off that play, hundred mm-hmm. um, percent. And he wasn't. You even, said it the year. You said it the year after. You were like, he's an overrated quarterback. He should not absolutely. have got that money. And Abs- yes, and pr- that was proven correct. Yes. Um, yeah. what was I going to say? I said Malcolm Butler. Oh my god, I lost <laughs> my train of thought. Oh. Go ahead, <laughs> I'll think of it. All right. So, okay. So this is me personally. Number two is the Chiefs Bills. Yeah, okay. Chiefs Bills, the one that just happened obviously, the 25 points in the last 2 minutes. Um Holmes and and Allen 844 yards combined, eight touchdowns, zero giveaways. Zero okay. is giveaways. That, is that counting their rushing yards? Yeah, it was both. Okay. That's that, amazing. It, it's 422 <laughs> yards a piece. Are you kidding me? Amazing. It's insane. And then the most incredible stat is Gabriel Davis. 201 yards receiving and four touchdowns. Four right, give me a break. All four passing touchdowns go to him. And then the, th- Kelsey- the third touchdown he caught, third, <sighs> third where he yeah. absolutely shattered my man's ankles. Um, uh, that was a route. What a, it was just a what a play. And if Honey Badger doesn't get concussed on the first drive, Honey Badger's right there. Mm-hmm. It's crazy how that yeah. all works out. But number one, and that well, and then Kelsey and Hill, 19 catches, 246 yards. <laughs> What two touchdowns, including the game winner? Insane! What a game! The game tire, and, and then the game winner. Yeah, exactly. Well, that yeah, Tyreek gave him the lead, and then yeah. Kelsey gave him. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. And then obviously the number one for me is the Steelers Cardinals, and because it's it's one of those things where you know exactly where you're at, what you're doing. Mm-hmm. I was at Dave Hahn's house watching the game with AJ Jamison, who is a Cardinals fan. Yeah. So it, when when Fitzgerald gets at you know, the 67-yard touchdown. He's running around the house, just going crazy. And then Ben drives him down, and obviously – 88 yards. 88 yards. Pinned, and then, pinned at his and, own 12. And then gets a, just a uh, – the catch was incredible. The pass was perfect. Pass right. couldn't have been any better. Yeah. Um, funny Fun fact that no one really, like, remembers about that game. The Cardinals had a chance to win that. They drove Come down here. the field. They got to the Steelers 44 they were going to go for one last play, mm-hmm. go for the end zone. I mean, you have Fitzgerald. I mean, they had mm-hmm. they had a good team, and I mean, they could easily have won that yeah. game. But um, as they're running the Hail Mary, Lamar Woodley strips sacks Kurt Warner, and game over. But um, leading up that- to that, the NFC Championship that year <laughs> was the Cardinals and Packers, and that was mm-hmm. an absolute shootout. Um, yeah, that was an amazing game. That, yeah, that uh, was like two two great game back to back, which is. And you're not even talking about the best play of the entire game, the 100 yard. Oh, the 100. Yeah. For James James Harrison. Harrison. I mean, watching that little. I was going to say fat boy, but he is not fat. He is just. He's he's not little either. Not little. (laughs) He is just muscle. And it was just like a refrigerator running down the field. And then he lays in the end zone, needing oxygen. But. uh, And that was a huge play. What was it? It was. um, Right before the half. I think it was. Yeah. 10 7. Yeah. 10-7 10-7 before they were going to score and then made it 17-7. Yeah. And then fun, the Cardinals were down 20-7 to seven going into the fourth. Mm-hmm. I mean, they just – Now, I want to say – I mean, you, you everybody's going to be like, oh, you're a New England fan. You want to throw the Seattle Super Bowl out there. You want to throw the, the Giants Super Bowl they lost. How can you not throw the Atlanta Super Bowl out there? Because it wasn't a great – it was a great comeback. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't a great game. Um. Obviously, there were some shining moments. Julian Edelman with the fingertip catch, Danny mm. Amendola with the two-point conversion to send it to overtime, and then obviously James White having one of the best games ever for a running back in a Super Bowl. Um, still not getting MVP, but Tom Brady gave him the truck anyway. Yeah. 
He also gave Malcolm Butler the truck. Didn't want to pay taxes on it. Smart. Back to Malcolm Butler. What I was going to say is Malcolm Butler, yes, he made the interception, but the read came from Brandon Browner. Brandon Browner was in his first year with New England. He just played for Seattle. When Russ called the audible, Brandon Browner went up to him and said, check him. It's an inside slant. Jump the route. And that's exactly what Malcolm Butler did, and Russ put it dead in his chest. Um, so Brandon Browner is the real hero, not that's Malcolm incredible. Butler. I didn't even know that. I've never heard that. Yes. Um, So, yeah. I mean, all those games, incredible. But 06 Rose Bowl takes a kick. Oh, for sure. I think we both can agree on that. That even when I was a hardcore Steelers fan back then. Yeah. And now we all know who everyone's favorite team is. Whoever you bet on. Whoever you bet on. All right. Speaking of betting, let's go. Real quick. Real quick. Yes. All of the, I'm I'm really intrigued at what you have to say on this. Mm. I, I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. But all of this talk of Brady retiring because it's of Zell and his family. Do you think it's it's a done deal? I think I think I think he should. Um, and I think he will. Uh, I think he finally said the right thing, which I I thought he should have done this in New England once he hit forty. Mm-hmm. He's missing his kids growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, he's missing valuable time with his wife. And dude, you don't just come out and talk about that stuff after a loss if it's not the front runner. Like mm-hmm. he, retirement is above coming back and playing again next yeah. year. And I think he will step down. And I think that there might be a chance that we have seen Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers throw a pass for the last time in the same weekend. Yep, I would yeah. agree. Aaron Rodgers still has a year. There's still a year under contract with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Um, so if Green Bay doesn't trade him and he doesn't want to come back and be part of a rebuild because they're $44 million over the cap mm-hmm. um, and can't pay a lot of these guys, if they can't trade him, Aaron Rodgers might be done. Yeah, which is so, just absolutely insane that we have. Yeah, back I mean, to just back MVP award, back to back, back about the, MVP votes. Like all of – all of our big quarterbacks are gone. Like Peyton yeah. Manning, Eli Manning, Philip Rivers, Ben's going out. You know, Breeze. Now it's you know Brady Rogers, Rogers. is getting there. I mean, it, it sucks. Like all of these. Now you're. I mean, I love seeing the Burrows, the Herberts. Yeah, you know, I love seeing those guys. But man, yeah, the AFC the AFC's in some good hands <sighs> um, between oh, Mahomes, Josh oh, Allen, Joe Burrow, and Justin Herbert. It's crazy because it's like. We were saying it's like watching that game, the Chiefs Bills. It was like we're watching the Peyton against Brady. Yeah, but there's a Peyton Brady, and then there's a freaking like Breeze and Roethlisberger in the same conference with Burroughs and mm-hmm. Herbert. I mean, yeah. there's some, there are four stud quarterbacks that are just, they're going to run the league for the next 15 years yeah. or however long they can stay healthy, which it, it, I'm so excited. So, that's going to be great. Um, yep. It's going to be so great. I mean, I feel for <laughs> Josh Allen because, you know, Ugh. yes, they could have and should have won that game. Mm. But the main reason I feel for Josh Allen is the fact that he has to go through Patrick Mahomes for the next 10 years. I know. Thought, thoughts and prayers, Josh Allen. Thoughts and prayers, Bill's Mafia. My man, um, yeah, it sucks. It's going to be tough. It's gonna get be a, tough. You're going to know what it's like to be Peyton Manning and a exactly. Colts fan He's when Peyton Tom Brady Manning. was in New England. It's a shame. You're know I know mean, that feeling. And he's going to – I hope that that team can pull out. I hope it's more of a even split than New England-Indianapolis was just for the sake of – I mean, it's not saying Peyton didn't have a great career because obviously Hall of Famer, but Brady just dominated. <laughs> I mean, Brady dominated every series, so it didn't really matter. All right. So before we get into these lines, I'm going to I'm, now I'm going to do it because you said the words, Hall of Fame. What an absolute crock of shit, Bob. Oh, my gosh. Don't even bring it up. Don't even Bar- bring it up. Barry the- Bonds, Kurt Sorry. Schilling, and Roger Clemens all held out of the Hall of Fame. Their 10 years of eligibility are up. Now they go to a committee vote, and I hope the committee gets it right. I hope they right the wrong of all these crumudgeny, crotchety, white baseball writers <clears throat> who probably never played a single pitch of baseball in their entire life. Outside of like junior high or junior, right. like JV. That, that get the vote on who gets into the Hall of Fame 
um barry bonds not getting into the hall of fame is an absolute sham the best home run hitter and arguably the best hitter in baseball history you can argue the steroids whatever it made him hit the ball further it doesn't help you with your hand-eye coordination it doesn't make you that much better of a hitter pitchers sure maybe maybe pitchers it definitely does it would definitely it definitely yes. helps more but more here's than thing. barry bonds Barry Bonds Bef- did this when he weighed like 180 pounds in Pittsburgh. Before he was the best Barry- player in baseball. Exactly. Barry Bonds was a hall had a Hall of Fame. It's like Kobe. He Kobe had two Hall of Fame careers. So and, and Tom Brady and Tom Barry Bonds. Brady. And Barry Bonds did as well. Barry Bonds yes. had a home, he had a career with the Pirates, and then when he started taking steroids after that, he yeah. was a Hall of Famer in both. And to tell me that him doing steroids and it, it was, and you're telling me. So, Big Poppy has also taken steroids. Has also, it's been, it's been proven that he did. And yes, he. But he's is Big in Poppy. He's a likable guy, dude. He's from. He's a. He's a Boston favorite. He's just big. I'll give. I'll give. I'll give you the best stat of all time. One of the okay, best hit, stats of all time. Yes. Hit me. Barry Bonds, take mm-hmm. all of his home runs, mm-hmm. put them into outs. Take all of them yeah. and make them outs. No more home runs. Yes. He still has a higher on base percentage than Big Poppy by four points. He's at 384. Big Poppy's at 380. Get the fuck out of here. Tell me Barry Bonds isn't in there. Or Pete Rose. Yeah, or, Pete Rose is a sham, dude. All they did do was gamble. I mean, just put a little cheese on the table. Get out of here. And, and Roger Clemens, Kurt Schilling, get the fuck out of here. Uh, all these, all these old-ass the, white dudes. like they Two just, of the best pitchers need, of all time. Two of the best pitchers of all time. <laughs> Kurt, Kurt or Roger Clemens has seven Cy Youngs, which is most of any any pitcher. But he's not in the Hall of Fame, Bob. You have the most Cy Young winners in, in the in the home run king. Dude, I know. Are you're, you fucking he, you're preaching Barry to the Bob choir, Bob? The steroids was arguably the best, one of the best players of all time. Like you can oh, yeah, he, him, I mean, he, him, yeah, in any he's the best player in baseball. Back to back years when he played for the Pirates, he won an MVP, exactly. and then he should have won another one, but he got shammed out of it. But it's 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 insane bonds, that people uh, don't. I, I hope just, the committee it, like, likes this, man. I hope like, they do. I hope the committee vote puts him in. So yeah, they did steroids. I guarantee is like Sandy Koufax is doing a line of coke off some you know on off his fucking back mm-hmm. of his hand before he goes out and pitches nine innings. Like mm-hmm. get out of here. What's the difference? All right, dude. Like drinking beers in the locker room, like it's been known that football players did it. Basketball, I mean, freaking J.R. Smith, Ron Artest, Ron Artest, they've done it as of like recent. But these guys that played in the fifties, sixties, seventies, they all did that shit, and you know they were doing coke. Like you Ron know Artest, they were doing the hard shit. Ron Artest would drink a fifth of henny at halftime when he played for the Bulls, and he actually averaged two and a half points per game more in the mm-hmm. second half than he did in the first half. So. Yep. Liquid no courage, man. I have a steroid. Oh, yeah. But yeah, so yeah, Barry Bonds and Kurt Schilling and Roger Clemens talking I, I just I don't know. It's uh, we're beating a dead horse, I guess. But I hope, like I said, I hope the, the committee gets this right. I hope they're they not gonna it. get it right. They're not gonna get oh. it right. And I, I I've, if they don't get this right, I can't tell you that I want to watch baseball ever again. Bold statement. I don't I, I this is it's just a it's a travesty. That's bad. That is a good word it, for it. It is. It's Travis. It's, it's, it's just. It's heartbreaking. For, for those of you who don't know, Bob's played baseball his entire life. Played collegiate baseball. So although he talks shit on MLB, he is a big baseball fan. Yeah, I'm a huge baseball fan. I love it. I just hate the fucking Pirates, man. Like, <laughs> get out of here. You give me three years out of my whole life, and then you're like, ah, no, let's just shit on you guys and give you shit again. I'll take yep, it. There it is. That sums but up the Pirates I, the past. Yeah, I do love years. baseball. I, I I love baseball. It's one of the greatest sports. I'll go to Pirates games and watch the other team basically for you know two bucks a ticket. So can't really buy. Can't really beat that. All right, you want to bet on some NFL games now that we got you know, yeah. we got you on your off your soapbox. All yeah, right, I'm, I'm so good here now. we go. I, I, I'm I'm back down to earth. All right, AFC Championship: Bengals at Chiefs. Chiefs coming in at minus seven and a half. Over under fifty four and a half. <laughs> Last time these two teams played, I took the Bengals. Bob took the Chiefs. I won. Um, where are you at, Bob? Seven and a half. I'm, I, I don't I'm like, like it. Not, I don't. I like it when it opened at six and a half. Yeah, six and a half. I like a lot better. Um, seven. I don't. I, it's it's 
it's hard to say that the Chiefs are going to come out and lay an egg because after what they did last week. Because they're not. But they're not going to lay an I egg. I don't think they're going to come out and lay an egg, but they're obviously not going to be as well-oiled as they were last week. It's oh, – I, I hate this line. I hate this line. I definitely like over 54 and a half. Mm-hmm. I'd like, I like, I would like that. I don't know about a play in the game. I, I guess if I'm going to lean somewhere, I'm going to lean towards Patrick Mahomes. Okay. Even, so even, I, at, even at the seven and a half, I'm still leaning towards them, but the over is what I would play. I agree with you on the over um, because the Bengals way to win this game is the same way that they won the game the first time. And that's to let Joe Burrow do Joe Burrow and use his weapons and air the ball out. That's the mm-hmm. way to beat the chiefs. And Josh Allen showed that. Um, but at the same point in time, They're gonna do it the to chiefs aren't going to get the pressure that the Titans got. Mm-hmm. Um, so that bodes well for the Bengals offense. But I also think if the chiefs can go out and absolutely shred the, the best points per game defense in the entire NFL with two all pro safeties. Um, I uh, I think Jesse Bates and company are going to have a rough day against Tyreek Hill mm. and Travis Kelsey and Pringle who's come onto the scene as of late. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I can side with the over 54 and a half. One of these teams is getting into the thirties. The other team is going to be in the high twenties, mm-hmm. uh, if not I, I, both I, in the thirties. Yeah, I was. Just, that's why it's so hard for the. Spread. We're not gonna. Well, what's the, I'm not. What's the weather in Kansas City? That's yeah, the if, question. Yeah, because if it's gonna be freezing, then that under. Kansas shitty. Sunday. Forty-five and sunny. All Perfect. Right, I'm gonna it's take football weather. That's great. All right, are we gonna are we gonna take sides on this? And you and I. You want the under now. No, 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 no chance. What, what, what are we getting sides on here? No, the spread. Well, I would say we play for a pick, the over. Okay, so yeah. Well, two units on the over, 54 and a half. Mm-hmm. And then you and, and I what, side bet the game. What do you like? You you like the Bengals? Like I like the Chiefs. I like the Chiefs. So you just want to bet the bet. I don't know you what you like. The, I don't know what you, you bet know you what like. You, like. You, you just want to bet the bet. What do you did you like the Bengals? I because earlier you said you like Bengals and you got them before and you're like nah, I, so, I mean are you running it back or are you just yeah yeah run? give me give are me Jerry B plus are you gonna run like a little bitch like what nah, do you give me do? he talked me into it he just okay. talked himself into losing money all right I'll take well, the Bengals plus the seven and a half and a side right, well if you're gonna get the seven and a half I gotta get even money and Bengals have done me good they're minus one twenty though I'm uh, I'm a even money on Kansas City. All right, we'll just do seven then, and we'll take it. Right, we'll just, I'll take here. It. I'll give you the half point. <laughs> I'll take that. <laughs> I gave you the half point last week, and how'd that work out in the Titans game? Doesn't matter. Kansas City's gonna be All right, yeah, fifty-five Joe, nothing. Joey B, get the gat. Let's go. All right, so we are as you you know in unison. We are on the over fifty-four and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a little side bet, a little fun bet. I'm taking the Bengals plus seven. You're taking the Chiefs minus seven. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. NFC Championship, 49ers at the Los Angeles Rams line. Rams minus three and a half, over under 45 and a half. 49ers 2-0 against them um, once early in the season. Then the last win was last week of the season when the Rams were scoreboard watching. Um, mm-hmm. Where you at? I, I already, you're, you're, you like the 49ers plus the three and a half. <laughs> give me that shit. You're going to give me the, you're going to give me the half point? Yeah, I'll give you the fucking half point. All right, all right so are we going to make a play a on the over-under then? Um, what are you liking? I I honestly just knew I loved the, the Niners the plus three and a half. Because you're an idiot. Oh, yeah, you're right. They're in, the, they're in the NFC Championship for no fucking reason. Eat a dick. Jimmy Garoppolo's not that damn reason, I'll tell you that much. That's for sure. Jeez, oh, man. Oh. I'm, I'm starting to not want him to come to the Steelers. Um but the Steelers have also been in times with uh, Mitch Trubisky. So, so the two times they played this year, um, San Fran won 27 24, mm-hmm. and San Fran won 31 to 10. Like you said, I, that one, the, the yeah, second they, one was well, more of. Yeah, the 27 24 was they were scoreboard watching. Yeah, like they early were in the season watching. when the Rams were struggling offensively. Mm-hmm. 
which guess what? They're not doing now. Um, yeah. OBJ has been a big part. Even when he's not mm-hmm. catching balls, he takes defensive. I mean, he's still OBJ. Like it's yeah, still, still, you still have eyes on him. Like you still Matt know. Stafford throws a pick. OBJ sticks his finger up somebody's butt. Exactly. <laughs> oh uh, gosh. He's never going to live down the fact. What was that? That chick that said that, um, Odell yeah, let her shit like, on his chest. Yeah, he won a a pater to or whatever to yeah, shit on his it, chest. Like, yeah, my man, you gotta get you gotta get a better fetish because that's just weird. He's a big like, hot Carl. Yeah, he's a big hot Carl fan. Big hot Carl. <laughs> big hot Carl um, fan on his chest. I don't know, man. I don't know what I like in the over under. I don't either. I, I <sighs> what's the what's the anytime touchdown score is that? Cooper Cup's probably like a minus eight hundred. Cooper up anytime minus 125. Debo minus 105. Cam Akers plus 110. Yes. Cam Akers a plus 110. I like that. Yes. Cam um, Akers to score. He's not going to fumble the ball. Uh, no, I agree. Times or two times or whatever again. I can get I even, behind. I kind of, I actually kind of like Brandon Ayuk at plus 240. Yeah, like but that. it's just Garoppolo, man. I don't trust him to, I don't, they just, everything's Debo. Yeah, it is. I mean, especially oh, the, oh. when they run and, George Kittle's receiving yards, I believe I saw was in the 50s. I there's no player props on here. Let me okay. Look. I looked at it earlier and George Kittle, I believe, was at 50.5. If he's at 50.5, please hammer that. Yes, I like over George Kittle. Um, man, so it's are you on Fandle? I'm on Fandle now. Let me check DraftKings because there is a George Kittle receiving. Okay, 52 and a half. Yeah. Smack yes. that over. Over Smack and that a half. ass. Give me some M&M okay. on that. So side bet, I'm taking the Rams minus three. You're taking the Niners plus three. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as our plays for the show, Cam Akers anytime touchdown at plus 110. Mm-hmm. Uh, one and a half units on that. George Kittle over 52 and a half receiving yards. Two and a half units. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love, See, uh, love Kittle in this game. Cam Akers, so, 80, 81 and a half for mm, rushing and receiving. I mean, they, they are using him a lot, but I still and, think that maybe he might lose a couple carries to Sony. I honestly, I, I, I think McVay's op- a big. I think, I think it's the opposite. I think he McVay puts all his faith in Cam Akers and says, he, he, Go McVay's a workhorse guy. He's a yeah. workhorse guy. I mean, he did it with Daryl Henderson, mm-hmm. and then Sony comes in when Hendo gets hurt, and it's all Sony. And then as soon as Acres is healthy, oh my gosh, like, dude. Hey, he wasn't Sony, even fully healthy. Seat. Like he was I like know, take a back seat, and they they took a back seat to a bad Achilles. Like he still doesn't. It's still not one hundred percent. And they're like, all right, good, do it. All right, so that makes two units on the over fifty four and a half in the Bengals Chiefs. Mm. One and a half units at plus one ten on cam Akers anytime touchdown and then two and a half units on georgie over mm-hmm. 52 and a half receiving yards that's two two catches is all we need like George Kittle see, for that. Gonna, um let's see what so those can. are the three plays for the weekend so that's two and a half four six units on the line um this week took one of the worst beats i've taken in nba history oh. We had the Bulls minus one and a half. They're up 28 points with four minutes left in the third quarter. Um, the fuck? This, I, I don't even know, man. Um, they let up a run, uh, and the Oklahoma City comes back, brings it within 10. The Bulls then power back and make it a 17-point lead with three and a half minutes left. And then they get outscored. 22 to 6. That's a 16-point difference. They were up 17. So you know what that means? They won by one. Mike Muscala. (laughs) Mike Muscala hits a three with one second left, down by four, to cover the spread. Absolutely disgusting. And to go along with that, we also... We also... also, (laughs) Mike Tyson. I broke my back. Final. <laughs> I think I broke my back. Which which part, Mike? Final. Final. Um, so, um, God. Okay. Also, that night, 
the Suns minus 10 and a half. Um, combine the Bulls and the Suns in the final five minutes of their games. So 10 minutes total. Do you know how many points they scored combined? <clears throat> Got to be like 12. 13. Oh, that's insane. 13 points scored combined in the final total 10 minutes. Yeah, that's um, Suns at Bulls ended up winning by one, missed the spread by a half point. Suns ended up winning by seven, I believe. So missing the spread by four points. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> just, it was frustrating, man. It was really was because those both looked so good um, until yeah. the final three minutes of the game. And it was just like brutal. Like Josh Giddy and Shea Gill, just Alexander getting wide open layups and just, and then. Uh, Troy Brown missing his first end of the uh, of his two free throws yeah. could have put them up five. Makes them both, puts them up five. The three doesn't matter, but of course he misses one. Yeah. Um, so I just, beat. yeah, disgusting. And then so what? Next night, of what? Luke Kennard came back from no. five down against OKC. OKC makes a comeback against the Bulls, mm-hmm. and then they make a comeback, and then they make a they're up thirty five on. The Clippers. <laughs> and did you see Luke Kennard to, to end the game? Bro, that fadeaway, fading from left fade to away, right? It, it, they fouled him beforehand. Yes. And then they called a continuation, which was a main thing that they're not doing anymore because James Harden has, isn't going to the line. Seven points in nine seconds, right? Yeah. It's, yeah. It was like one of those Reggie Miller type things, like or Tracy McGrady yeah. gets the Spurs. <laughs> like, yeah. Like those are like that's like that type of level, and it was just a game winning three falling away, hits yeah. it, gets gets fouled, they win by one. Yeah, the the Suns and the Bulls combined for thirteen points in ten minutes. Let alone I watched Tracy McGrady score thirteen points in thirty three seconds. Yeah, <laughs> we'll not bring that up, but yeah, I do. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I, so the trend seems to be. If you get an NBA team down by 20 in the third quarter, bet the money line. Mm-hmm. Because in the last week and a half, we've seen three plus 20-point comeback wins. Um, one was Clippers coming back from down 25 to the Nuggets. The next was the Nuggets coming back from down 21 to the Clippers. And so basically just bet Clippers games. Mm-hmm. And then obviously Luke Kennard and the Clippers oh. coming back from down 35 against Oklahoma City. No, um, there were a, there's a lot of a lot of slips coming out where they got like they got the Clippers at like 45 to one and 50 to one to come back and win yeah. that game, which is insane. So, like just like you put 2,500 bucks on it, like yeah, little little hundred into 5K real quick. Yeah. Um. All right. So that wraps this show up. Right in an hour, we spent 42 minutes ranting and raving and remembering um and then yeah. covered some bets in the final 18 minutes mm-hmm. again the plays for championship weekend <laughs> hey it sucks um, when there's only two games like there's not i know much, it is like it does suck but, but it's there, there's not we're not short of content there's always yeah, something going on in the sports it's world sports right? world man like if if anything hey we just talk about your boy lebron all the time just like espn no, good that, yeah thanks i'm good you don't want to be espn um, no, man. no so we took Two units on the over 54 and a half in the Bengals Chiefs. Um, and then we took Cam Akers, one and a half units, anytime touchdown scorer, George Kittle over 52 and a half yards, two and a half units. Um, that's the big play of the weekend, man. Georgie, get it done. And then side yep. bets. I've got the Bengals plus seven and the Rams minus three. And you're obviously on the opposite end with the Chiefs mm-hmm. minus seven and the 49ers plus the three. That's all I've got, Bob. We are at 58 minutes and 57 seconds. You've got a minute. What do you got? I got nothing. Let's hope for no celebrity deaths, no COVID, no nothing. Just ease into the weekend and get some incredible football. And like we're saying, there's a chance that these games might be blowouts. Like there's still a chance that the Rams are way too much for the Niners to handle and the Chiefs are way too much for the Bengals to handle. Could and happen. I honestly, man, I, I hope, hope it doesn't. I, um, as much as I want good games, I need Rams Chiefs Super Bowl. Why? Because I want that. I want to see Stafford. I want to see Stafford yeah, I mean, in his chance. I'm, a, I'm a Georgia Bulldogs fan, Bob. I've been cheering mm. for this guy. I don't think he has, really has a chance when he gets there. So if he's playing the Chiefs, oh, fucking stop it. Give me the Chiefs minus 
Ten and a half. Jeez, oh man, get out of here. You're out of your mind. Aaron Donald can yeah. do whatever he wants to Tom Brady's not doing it to Patty. All right. So <laughs> Joey Burrow this weekend, keep it close. This is the beat. Go get the gat, Joey Burrow. Yeah. But cover the spread. Lose to Patrick Mahomes. All right. Until next week, guys. Good fortune. And we'll post some more player props for the Chiefs Bengals game on uh, Instagram. That's it, Bob. I love you. I miss you. I'll see you soon. See you soon.